Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I am Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Hello. You're not sounding too well there, Ben. Uh, <laughs> a little bit croaky. Yeah, I have had a bit of a cold, I've been a bit sick, which is uh, wonderful because we're doing an extra long recording session just to to uh, give you a little behind-the-scenes look. Um, I'm going away to Canada in a few weeks for about six weeks, and we're going to just record some extra content uh, starting tonight. So we're going to do a big, long session, which you won't hear for a month or so. But a number of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it shows a good night to do it when I've been sick all week and I'm a little bit croaky, but oh well, I'll just yeah, drink some I've been, booze. I've been sick too. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, feeling a lot better now. Th- th- every podcast has that episode where like one or both of the hosts are just like hopped up on painkillers and still drinking and stuff. So this is ours. We'll just have to make it extra silly. Yep. Maybe I can get you to, you know, laugh so much that you end up coughing your, your lungs out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. Extra long session. I'm going to have to have more drinks. So there's going to be some silly stuff coming out in a couple, in a, in a month or so, a couple of months as a result of tonight. So let's get into it. We're going to play Click Pitch. Uh, this is a game where we each have a random word generator in front of us. And on the count of three, two, one, click, we're going to click refresh, get a new word and come up with a game idea based on that. So I think we should get into it. Yes, I think so too. Three, two, one, click. Click. Impact. Astronaut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of writes itself. Uh, all right. So, what's some interesting stuff we can do about astronauts impacting things? I mean, obviously, you think of sort of, uh, you know, a, a spaceship hitting a planet or an asteroid hitting a spaceship or an astro- astronaut. Hitting an asteroid, I don't know. <laughs> something impacting All I'm something. thinking is Armageddon the game. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, this could be a good roguelike sort of thing. The setting is the same every single time. Um, there's an asteroid coming towards the planet. Mm-hmm. And so, what's the kind of what's the gameplay loop then? Is it about Is it about flying your ship up and avoiding the debris and landing on it and- or is it about actually once you've landed on it, like digging in and doing what you need to do, or both? I, I, I think it's about um, definitely once you've landed on it. I mean, because really, that movie was a whole heap of fluff until they got to the got to the planet, <laughs> and then and then you know you've got maybe you've got to look after all all your different characters, and you know one of the, some of the team is on the other. Um, you know, quite a quite a ways away as per as per the movie, and they're they're in a little bit more trouble. But you've still got a job to do, so you've got to keep an eye on the drilly op- drilling operation while you've got your other team who's trying to get back as well. The drilly op is that what we're calling it? Drilly op the game. Uh, so do you get to choose between what was it? Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler. Did she go up there, Liv Tyler? No, it's only, no. It only the men. <laughs> only the men. Only the men could go up to destroy an asteroid. Don't you know? Yes. Steve Sorry. Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Uh, so, what's the gameplay then? So, do you have? So, you've got multiple characters out there. You know, I think oh, so. you know what would be interesting? Has there been a multiplayer roguelike where, as a team, you sort of you have to go through multiple times, permadeath sort of thing? 
I mean, I guess there are, I guess that's sort of, there are multiplayer games out there where you get to keep your gear between rounds or different things, but I don't know. I'm thinking that you have a, it, it's even that you play it over the course of one session and maybe it's like super quick. Maybe it's like a five or 10 minute round. You give it a, like you, um, yeah, you, you, you attempt it, you fail, but you keep your experience, you level up your tools, you level up, level up your characters, you, you know, and then you, you try again. I just, I just kind of like the idea of a roguelike on this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just cause it's kind of an interesting setting for something like that and, and thinking about what you can improve between rounds, right? What, what you yep. can level up, what you can unlock. You know, unlock new drill bits, unlock new spaceships. Maybe it is, maybe you do, you know, you, it's a quick kind of round of, um, flying to the asteroid. So you're dodging all the debris. Uh, you know, if you've upgraded your boosters, you can get there faster, but you might not be as maneuverable. Uh, you can put fucking weapons on it and stuff. Depending on how bad you do, depends on whether too many people get lost just it just in the um yeah you could have people die on the way if you if you fuck it up too badly um you could have it that well like part of the skill is landing close enough to your uh to your like impact to your impact site or to, not your impact site your drill site or mm-hmm. sites or maybe it's that you have to like drop off each person so you have to like drop them at the right time well again i guess if this is multiplayer it's kind of there's a bit of that um, player unknown battlegrounds thing of jumping out of the plane at the right time, and, and <laughs> if you've got some sort of like dive suit that you just dive through, di- dive down to the gravity of this uh, uh, asteroid. Each person has to hit their hit their drill site at the right point, get to get to where they need to drill. They've got their equipment. Maybe even have to fire the equipment out beforehand. Oh, and they've got to go on a bit of a bit of a journey to to get it and get back. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like if you haven't, if you, if you're not very good at firing your equipment out, then you've it's going to take longer and it's more dangerous to go and find your equipment, get it back to where you actually have to drill. Don't drop the nuke. And, <laughs> <laughs> and having to communicate and stuff, and, and yeah, like I don't know, that could, that could be kind of cool. It could just be one of those things where it's a real challenge, like to actually even get through it successfully is something that's hard to pull off and takes a lot of practice or at least takes a lot of um, ghost, you know, run-throughs before you've leveled up your- or, or like, bought enough different things or leveled up your gear or got enough skills or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to think whether we should actually have sort of, like, kind of like the Friday the 13th game where you've got one person sort of trying to sabotage the crew. Yes, there's a serial killer up there on the, on the asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy, He's it's actually- just Freddy. I mean, uh, fucking, J- uh, what is it, Jason? <laughs> Could be Freddy, Freddy and Jason. There was a, wasn't there a Freddy versus Jason in space or something? Yeah, anyway, they're both up there. <laughs> this is another one of those things but, where we don't tell anybody just, until it just looks like another. Game. Just looks like another crew member. Well, or it so- could be one of those because it is a roguelike sort of thing it could be one of those things where one round you just you throw in an easter egg like that so it's like one out of a million rounds fucking jason shows up so here's here's a way to actually incentivize the person to actually do this to do the sabotage Um, to do the sabotage yeah if you can um one person in every every occasional round gets given a, a contract to to take one person out okay and the they if they manage to you know, kill this person and get and get off the get off the asteroid and get back to Earth. 
then they get, you know, and Earth obviously survives. Yeah, okay, I was going to say, do they have to they, actually also... <laughs> then they get some in-game currency in which they can they can spend on stuff. And it's one person actually gets given this at random. Right. Okay, that, yeah, um, that could definitely presi- pr- uh, provide some interesting tension. I was kind of thinking that you'd do it as a team. you never know if it's going to be this game that someone has got. got yeah, that. I was kind of thinking that you'd do it as a team. And I guess maybe you could still do this. I mean, because generally people want to play with their friends, but yeah, it could just be that you're playing with a bunch of people online. I mean, not that your friends can't backstab you as well, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of that's kind of just you've just been told you need to get your get your own stuff done, but make sure this person doesn't make it back to work. Yeah, yeah. Now, whether that is um, you let them get all their stuff done, and then you then you right. cut off their air supply, and then they <laughs> as they're trying to get back. You um, just kick him off the asteroid. <laughs> that that thing doesn't have much gravity, man. Like, just, boom, just go floating off, burn up in the atmosphere. <laughs> I, I just think that would that would add a little bit of extra tension and make it, you know, kind of cool. And then maybe that in-game, in-game currency, you know, you can get quite a bit more by getting this done, you know, other than, other than the... You know, X amount of dollars that you're going to get for completing the mission. Well, because that's what's it's like a bonus. That's what's interesting, right? Is yeah, if you are playing as a team, you know, round after round, then obviously one person getting more cash or more reward is is actually going to help the whole team. Uh so you'd have to be careful. Like uh, you almost. It almost needs to be something that's only going to help that person. Maybe it's currency that can only be spent on like hats and shit, like accessories that don't <laughs> that don't actually help your stats or help the team. It just literally literally just makes you look different or cooler. Um, so okay. that there's yep. so that there's sort of an incentive there for the person uh, doing the sabotage to like because you don't want if if it's helping the whole team, then you could just say, "Hey, like you're my target. Let me kill you after you've done all your shit." Whereas if it's if it's just but, for their but the own- money comes from the money comes from that person, <laughs> it takes it- so it gets it gets stolen out of their out of their bank account. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. I mean, I guess I guess you get more points or more reward for the more people who survive as well. Anyway, so um, but yeah, no, I, I like the idea of it. It goes to it just into that person's wallet, and they can only spend it on on uh, visual and you know. Maybe auditory, but not non non game affecting uh, uh, items. Or they can Voice be game packs. affecting items, but they, <laughs> but they can be they can be things such as like better weapons to take up there to kill people. With. Well, but that's what I mean. I don't <laughs> roll right. I see. To, that, it only helps if you've got a sabotage mission. <laughs> but but maybe there's there's a group of people out there who have realised that if if you take out the rest of your team, you actually get their cut of the money. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, basically, then it becomes... <laughs> but, of course, you can't complete the mission without your team. So, you... Like, you can't just kill them all right away. So, and, and if you don't... If Earth doesn't survive, you don't get anything. Yeah. Well, although so that doesn't really... that yeah. sort of anyway. thing, do you trust you? Do you trust the people to actually let you back onto the ship at the end and all this sort of stuff? <laughs> Just picturing everyone's done their done their job, and then it's just this mad race back to the ship, and the first person in there just locks the door behind them. <laughs> <laughs> they could be kind it of just cool. becomes a free for all at the end. Yeah, I think this is moving a little bit away from a, from the roguelike mechanics because it's a bit, it's a bit more like payday, I guess. I'm thinking, and and in fact, oh, actually, it could be cool to expand it a bit like payday 
that instead of just the one scenario every time, it's a bunch of different. Like there can be a bunch of different scenarios. Maybe one of them, and they, they could even be based from different mo- based on different movies. So like there's the there's one that's like aliens where you're all on a spaceship and there's an alien in there and you have to work together. <laughs> oh god! Um, <laughs> like just all these different um, sort of. Uh, scenarios in space where you have to complete it as a team, but there are these things that get thrown in, like the fact that someone has incentive has incentive to sabotage the mission or of kill course, someone. You know, the or- one that I want to play more than anything else is the Firefly one. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's the scenario? It's just you just get to hang out on a cool ship with Nathan Fillion. Uh, it's a train heist. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know one of one of the heists that they did. <laughs> yeah, shipping cows across planets. Yeah, something like that. I reckon. I reckon they could be kind of cool. Yeah. No, I think there's. I think there's a lot of cool stuff you could do there. Particularly, yeah. I, I do actually like that payday two model. And we should finish. We should go on too much more with this. I think, but I do now. Now that we, now that I've thought of this, doing it after the sort of payday two model, where yeah, it, it's all about how efficiently as a team you can do particular scenarios, and and they're all pretty difficult. But it's it's mm-hmm. still fun, even if you fail, sort of thing, because you're sort of just trying to work as a team, trying to get it all happening. Throws in different random elements, um, and yeah, you can throw in a lot of Easter eggs from um, from movies and stuff. Uh, but but they're not. They're, it's not actually a licensed product, as, as no, you no, sort of said before. It's got to be satirical. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it, it's likenesses, but it's it's like it doesn't quite say Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, I don't know, what's another word for Armageddon? <laughs> <laughs> just just at, at the very start, one person says, Armageddon out of here. And it's like, <laughs> oh, now we know what this is. <laughs> Armageddon TM out of here. <laughs> uh, cool. I, like that. Click again? I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> Three to one click. Temperance. Catalog. <laughs> okay, so Temperance. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this that Temperance is a name. Yeah, I I kind of started going that way too because so it, it's a it's a game based on Bones, like the TV show. <laughs> um, okay, okay, te- all right. Temperance yep, Brennan. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. This is this is our unintentional tie-in episode. So you, so you work you in the Smithsonian and at the Jeffersonian. Oh, the Jeffersonian. Right. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I haven't watched Bones in a long time. And you just work as um, an intern, and you're just cataloging all the bones she brings in. You don't actually get to go out in the field. <laughs> well, I was thinking you you've got the choice between the squibs. Um, you know, so you not you don't get to play Bones and you don't get to play Booth, but you do get to um, choose Boffin. between. You get to you play, play Boffin. Bones Booth and Boffin. You either play one of the yeah. one of the um squinterns or you can or you can play like the other FBI agents. Some ones are fucking boner. Yeah. Is that what they call Bones fans? Boners. <laughs> <laughs> I d I haven't watched the show no. in years. So the squibs are like the people working, like the scientists, right? That's what. Well, oh, because that's what. Turns, they're, they're now. Is that show still going? I uh, just finished. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't believe they got that that long out of that show. Okay. Um, yeah, they, they've got to like what? Um, let's see, season ten or eleven, twelve. Yeah, Jesus, it's a long time. Pretty cool. There must have been a Bones game. Was it one of those shitty ones like they did like the CSI games and the I don't know 
they just throw together some terrible likenesses of the characters and basically they end up being hidden picture games. Oh. Um, anyway, we can make a better one. Does It doesn't look like there has actually been a game based on Bones. There's a game called Mr. Bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Bones fans can be king of the lab in new online game. Oh, there you go. So, the game is called King of the Lab. <laughs> and you've just got different murder cases. But you know how, like, when, when you were doing, when you were playing um, those CSI games... Oh, I didn't play they them. They were kind of, they were kind of horrible. Yeah, I, from what I they, saw, they were pretty terrible. Like one of the things that I always liked about you know the the crime scene investigation is that there wasn't just like one particular answer or one one way that you could go down a down a path. You know, yeah. But in this, it was like you can only like, um, you know, do some do some uh fingerprinting over here and then you'd only find that one fingerprint it's like no you should find a thousand fingerprints <laughs> and you've got to choose the right fingerprint I mean, to, to it's, actually- it's a hard problem to do a proper sort of investigative crime scene game where you're actually having to sift through a million different pieces of evidence because you know that's boring as all hell uh but, uh, yeah, there's probably a balance between, you know, what basically comes down to find the one interactive object in the scene and that's your clue. Yeah. Um, have some red herrings in there. I mean, for, for fuck's sake, you should be able to, you know, pick up anything that isn't nailed down and, you know, you can you can lead yourself down on the wrong, the wrong path. I, I think Maybe- that's where the issue comes in, right? Like, if, you, <laughs> if you're able to pick up every little bottle and cigarette butt and- like a newspaper and like throw them around the room. What if you throw them on top of that tiny spatter of blood that on a show they would obviously be written to see, but in a game, <laughs> particularly if they're not well, like highlighting things, it's just. See, see, I see, I see that you can have like easy, medium, and hard versions. So easy is like the typical CSI game, it's interactive locations only. Okay. Medium, you cast stuff up the crime scene. Hard, you can literally walk through the crime scene, walk into the thing of blood, and all of a sudden, contaminate completely. Your, your footprints are, are, are seen, and you're you're now a <laughs> yeah, bloody suspect. Um, suspect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea that you can fuck it up so badly that you actually get convicted <laughs> of the murder. <laughs> like not just a suspect, like it goes to court, and it's irrefutable evidence because of how badly you fucked that up and contaminated the crime scenes. <laughs> What was that? You didn't put gloves on? Well, fuck you. <laughs> you were obviously there. Your DNA is all over this. Um, yeah, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. Is, okay. is there something special about Bones? Like, what is it about Bones as a show that makes any of the characters- Like, she's just kind of smart and slightly Asperger's-ish, isn't she? Yeah. Okay. So, what you can have is, um, like, one of the main one of the main things that happens each week is you find a really, really, really disgusting body. Right. It's always- like, That has got- Yeah. Usually, like, there's something- Goof in everything. <laughs> and all you see is bones. So, when you finally- You know, maybe the first level is just, oh, look, there's a relatively complete- skeleton no goop no nothing and you've just got to put the skeleton together but then later on you find the body that's gone through the wood chipper and you've got to like piece together the whole skeleton based off that because that's something that the squinturns have to do in the show so it's just uh it's a very relaxing puzzle game with slightly morbid themes exactly and i think that would be that'd be <laughs> quite you know a relaxing time like 
Oh, the hip bones connected to the leg bone, and the leg bones connected to the knee bone. <laughs> the knee bones connected to these 500 shin fragments. <laughs> oh, Damn that fucking woodchipper. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. The head bone's got a big <laughs> bullet wound. <laughs> I think I just you, found cause of death. Do you get to do the like uh, facial, re- like the construction and stuff, where you oh fuck you know, yeah. put all the little knobblies on there and build up the skin and the layers and stuff, and then it and then it turns it into because <laughs> because what, whatever freak creation you actually I was going to say because what's her name in the show has her magic computer that went once she's done all that it shows basically a photo of like a three D rendering of the guy or woman uh, but yeah I like <laughs> it's almost a monster factory thing then it's it's how it's how badly can you fuck this up by just oh well you know this is how you recreate a skull right like there was obviously forty <laughs> layers of of muscle over the you know um, cheek uh, cheekbones and uh, and they didn't have any skin on their nose. I don't know. <laughs> Oops, I forgot all the cartilage. <laughs> just all floppy. They just look at this floppy nose skin and it, it's it's just the one, the one episode where they're missing like half the skull. You know, you have to make a decision. Okay, do I do I flip do I flip the face? <laughs> Or if I forget to do that, do I get this really, really deformed face? And you've got to, you just happen to see that, and you, <laughs> it warns you have a sick bucket next next to you. You're gonna get <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've only got half a skull, so it only it, it tries to create the complete the complete skull, but there's just actually only half a skull in there. So there's you know half the head is collapsed in and just <laughs> brain dripping out the neck hole. I don't know. How realistic can we make this recreation? <laughs> All right, I think we should click again. Yeah, I think so. Three, two, one. Click. Attach. Twitch. Okay. Attach, twitch. So. <laughs> I keep on going back to a Twitch plays game. Well, I was going to say you're a Twitch streamer and you've got a creepy fan who's really attached to you. And, uh, okay. Yep. I'll, I'll take that. Maybe you could be like a. This, oh, this doesn't quite track, but like a Five Nights at Freddy thing. In that, like you just the whole game is setting. You're playing another game. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like it's all setting. It's all setting your Twitch console. So there is a. There's sort of a game inside the game, and it could just be sort of a generic first person no, shooter sort of even thing. Even better. Yeah. Th- this is this is literally like it's an alternate reality game. So it's an ARG. Okay. It just in in the game you're a Twitch you're a Twitch streamer right but um it's just like a almost a wrapper for any other game that you want to play okay <laughs> so you load it up and then within the game you load up the game that you really want to play right and what it does is it it has like you know you can you can see all the twitch comments coming up yeah. and that sort of stuff so it's, it's like procedurally generated chats and stuff yeah and then you know part of the part of the arg is you know some people if they like what you're doing you know it's got a really really awesome algorithm you can tell if you're doing really well you start getting you know oh look someone sponsored you this much mo- this much money and then what we don't tell people is part of part of the game yeah. is that you're going to get like death threats and <laughs> all this sort of stuff <laughs> Or maybe maybe we do we do say that Give, gives you the full Twitch experience without <laughs> having Twitch. So so if you live in Australia and have shitty internet, you can't <laughs> play. This. Oh, no, I see. You can it's, use it's, this. To, it's to give you the experience <laughs> of being right. I get it. So what's the? How do you interact with these other 
like your your fans or your 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 watchers. Um, like, well, you can write it- into the chat. You can write into the chat thing, and um, I don't know whether you've played Event Zero, but there's actually like a, a text parser in which you can you can type stuff, right. and and the computer responds to you. Well, we just write a, a awesome version of that. Um, in which the fans actually respond and go, wow, you know, you're so knowledgeable and all this sort of stuff. Or if you say racist, racist <laughs> stuff, then you start losing, losing watches and all that sort of or stuff. Or you start gaining a very specific type of watcher <laughs> you maybe don't want. Um, or if you're most Twitch streamers out there, actually you gain a ton of watches because from what I hear, half of them are racist shits. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe it plays as, as though, you know, um, every 15 minutes it, it's a new day or something like that. Right. And over, over playing this game, it just says, oh, just, just start playing a game. And, and, and the, um, the, so like the Twitch attach <clears throat> yeah, people- game starts after, after X amount of time. Right. People start like joining your channel. You start seeing chat messages come through. Um, you start getting like audio audio hits, and you you can manage your your channel, and you know turn on certain things, and people people use those audio. Cues because of it like that hooked into Steam achievements, so that well, like when you actually play the game well, <laughs> where there's certain games that it hooks into their high scores and stuff. So you get so you, if you if you've got Twitch attach, this game has Twitch attach uh, integration. Then playing that game well means you'll actually get better at in your Twitch game. Uh, yep. Like more, more money, more subscribers. Say you've just put all the shin bones together in the bones game, right? And and everyone, everyone's going, "Wow, you know that was so awesome. That was the quickest time I've ever seen someone put together those shins in in case two, the the case of the <laughs> shin splinters." <laughs> and that, um, so that's the integration as well. It, it it can feed the stats into the chat so that they can give you contextually accurate uh, chat messages. Yep. Yep. And only certain games, only only ones that like we've come up with. Well, that's what I mean. They have to. Well, if it becomes popular popular enough, games will put out patches that are like enables the Twitch attach um, integration, so that you know it's it's like enabling Steam achievements or whatever. It's like you've, we've got an API you can hook into your game and just send the events out to um, our, our Twitch game, so that it can be integrated properly. So it, it gets really weird when. You know, you, you can select in, in the game when, when you want to stop streaming and one or two people hang around a little bit longer. And then after a while, there's just one person just just one hanging guy. around yeah. continually always in, in your account. Right. Or, or, or woman, you know, we're, we're not, we're not, you know, saying who it's going to be. Statistically, it's probably a guy, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just imagining in the game, you know, all of a sudden you're stuck getting emails through and, you know, you can you can maybe even stop. You know, it it may get a bit weird in the game, so you actually stop using the Twitch attach wrapper, right? But except it but can't it's almost actually like it, be turned off. Yeah, because because what we've done, we've actually installed a root yep. on your on your PC, so it's always running, and you start physically getting emails in you. Oh God, you hack into your Gmail. It's got a keylogger in there, so we get your all your all your stats. <laughs> <laughs> we know and, your address. And it just gets really weird when we we clear out your whole bank account. You <laughs> <laughs> start getting emails saying, "I just wanted, I just wanted to buy you nice things, but I didn't have the money, so I used your money to do it." I'm coming over. I bought myself a plane ticket. <laughs> and and that's how we make a million dollars. So, um, 
I think that I so think that's, that's actually pretty cool. That's it. that's it. It's just actually a scam that we're running. <laughs> Past that point, there's no game. That's because that was the end game for us, and for, they're forever waiting for. Like they're wondering, wait, was this actually real? Is this person going to show up at their door? Maybe we even hack their phone. Like we, if they plug, if they plug their iPhone into the computer, yep, that's 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 rooted now as well. Um, so we can like call, the, like and send fake calls and just do heavy breathing over it. Uh, yeah, but we've got an auto dialer that does that. Oh yeah, it's just a recording. Twitch stalker the game. <sighs> Problematic at best. <laughs> I think we should click again. <laughs> I think so. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> Geneticist. Freeze. Mad scientist who is freezing people so they can take their genetic material? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so he's... You've seen you've seen the Saw um, movies, haven't you? Uh, a few of them. Yep. So, you can... Um, like, go out and, like, kidnap people and take them back to your lab. And instead of setting them up in, in these massive traps, yeah. you just freeze them and they're never seen from again. <laughs> okay. Where's the game? What do you do with that um, genetic material? Well, you're looking for a, spe- a specific genome sequence. So, the idea is that if if you get this this person, you freeze them, you, you take the genetic material, and then you find out that they're, they're not the right not the right one. Well, you've got to dump the body somewhere because you've already <laughs> oh, killed God. them. All right. So- no, no. Hang on. I've got a better idea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's getting a bit too serial killer-ish. A bit too creepy. All right. You, um, you're a geneticist. You're, a, you're an astronaut geneticist. And you've traveled- Astronaut. <laughs> well, I'm just saying- anyway, You're on a- Like, it's, it's set someone in the future. You're on a planet- where it's like a completely frozen planet, but okay, yep. As as you've explored it, like as humankind has come to this planet, you know, it, it seems like nothing's there. But as they've kind of dug things out, you know, they, they're digging their colonies and things into the ice and embedding them in there. They've come started to come across specimens of frozen creatures, a frozen civilization, almost. Well, I'm thinking. Well, maybe you get to that point, but I'm just thinking like animal life, um, and so. You're kind of having to. It's almost a bit of a mystery game where you're piecing together the the genetic history of this planet, like where, like what the um, ecosystem was like, and perhaps you start finding out where this big freeze came from. Like there was a huge geological event or something. Uh, but then also, uh, it's actually nuclear winter. Well, yeah, maybe that's the big thing. Like it ends up being the, that these creatures you start finding. Maybe it's a bit more of an archaeological game as well. The genetics is just one part of it. Uh, it's, it's piecing, yeah, piecing together the history of this civilization through science, basically, through archaeology. That could be like, yeah, I don't know. There could be some, some kind of cool stuff there where it's almost just one of these games. I don't, did you ever play, uh, Waking Mars? No. Okay. That was a game no, where it's basically just sort of a platformer, but. You'd go around and in each of the areas, you'd find these different plants and things. You're sort of in these caverns and stuff. Uh, but okay. but as you go, you start to figure out how these different plants interact with each other. Um, or cr- I think they were creatures as well. I think, no, maybe it was just plants. It's like some would shoot out spores or some would shoot out seeds and stuff. And But this, then this one would like, if this, if this particular type of seed got too close to it, this sort of thing would happen. So, yeah, just sort of this idea where you're, kind of um, 
mapping out this ecosystem and figuring out how it all fits together. I feel like that's just a kind of fun, um, interesting thing to do. And then, yeah, okay. as part of that, you start figuring out the history of this planet and, and its inhabitants. So, to make it more fun for me- Yeah, go on. You, you arrive on this planet and you you have the choice of using a, a certain team. Okay. And they've all got flamethrowers. <laughs> so, it's, it's this frozen wasteland yep. and with, with these flamethrower guys, they can- um, kind of red faction style deform yep. like the yep. ice. And so that's how you actually find- and the scientist like is, you've got to- The scientist is just back there going, no, no, the specimens, and then has to figure out the ecosystem of this planet based on the ashes of these frozen beings. Well, I was getting to that, you know, maybe- maybe <laughs> You need some finesse with the fire, with the uh, well, flamethrower. As, as you're going, as soon as you see something that, oh- there seems to be a specimen now. You know, only one little part of it will be seen. <laughs> just gets slightly charred and and you know just lightly roasted. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of it's still still frozen, so you'll be fine. Yeah, fair enough. And then I think that could that could be a bit, a bit of fun because then you've got you know a base building sort of mechanic, except the base building is done through flamethrowers. And if you don't build it right, because the physics are so awesome, it collapses. If, if you don't build the base rise, you, it collapses and and kills everyone inside. So that's another Actually, thing yeah, that, that you've got to be really good at: engineering and science and yeah, like puzzle. Well, because yeah, I admit, sort of I admit that just <laughs> we've had a couple of games now where you're literally just like doing the boring bits of science, um, <laughs> piecing together bones, just like. Gen- fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, remember I, the song that you could sing? Yes, yes, yes. I remember. It's seared into my brain now. Uh, no, but um, the base building aspect is cool. Like it, that could actually be the main part of the game. Is is that you are colonizing this frozen planet, and you know you're having to build up your base and build all your dis- different systems and stuff, different rooms and. You know the mess hall and your your bunks and your whatever, and then and then all your ice management tools. Some of which are yeah, like give this guy a flamethrower and he can go clear out the space so you can put another room in. But you got to you got to leave certain um yeah the, like the engineer then tells you 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 need to leave pillars, load yeah. bearing ice columns here here here. Otherwise, the entire mountain will come down on top of you. Yeah, yeah, and then part of the challenge is also yeah, if you come across a specimen, you. You, you can't just keep flaming your way through because you'll destroy it. Mm. So you have to. So f- I was actually thinking yeah. that on the way to this planet, like they went through a wormhole. Okay. Yep. Um, it turns out that what they end up in the Delta Quadrant is no, they've come back to Earth itself, but just in millions of years, oh. and you find out that this is like a, in the very final bits, which of course no one listening, um, you know, is gonna is gonna spoil this for any, <laughs> anyone who's gonna play this in the future. No. But um, like it turns out that scientists were were using um, harnessing the core of the Earth's energy oh, so yeah. much that they froze the core. They used it all up, and that caused the <laughs> that that caused the entire Earth to like freeze. And then like no matter what the sun actually did, it could. It's like that movie, the core. Up. 
<laughs> I haven't actually seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was terrible. Uh, no, I like that idea. Uh, you, uh, you know, yeah, you, you're building out your base. You know, you've you've been playing for a while. You've you've uh, managed to figure out this whole ecosystem, which seems strangely like Earth. It's it's weird. Um, <laughs> maybe it's far enough in the future that that things have should have changed genetically. Um, you're mm-hmm. blasting out a room right at the edge of your map, and you come across the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> you bastards! Maniacs. You maniacs! You blew it up! You froze it up! <laughs> and then I'm just I'm just imagine they find they find like a USB flash drive, and they start going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just got the whole history of the planet Earth on it, up to the point of freezing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone. You said the final shot is like a selfie cam of someone like slowly freezing to death, wait, waiting for the progress upload bar to upload it all onto this USB stick. Ninety nine percent, one hundred. It's freezing to place. Why did they write? Ah, <laughs> no, no, it's a video. It was obviously streaming onto the USB stick at the same time as it was copying, <laughs> which was. Really stupid because it would have copied faster if they hadn't done that. <laughs> why? Why is it getting to hundred? Because you're still recording. <laughs> you forgot to hit stop when you died, when you froze to death. You idiots! You've destroyed all it's of like, humankind's history. It's still writing. Of course it is, because you're still writing to the fucking thing. Everything else. Is finished. Wait. So they find. So it's not that they find a still, USB stick. They find a computer with a USB stick plugged into it and a six hundred. <laughs> thousand year video file streamed to it. <laughs> Luckily they solved all those pesky storage issues way back in in twenty three seventy four. Uh so unfortunately it was all corrupted because it was only like NTFS two. <laughs> <laughs> the phone was corrupted because it was on a floppy disk. They solved the storage issues but it like of of actual like size of storage, but they actually had to go back to three and a half inch magnetic, magnetic floppies. They just figured out a way to make them have unlimited storage through quantum mechanics. Uh, but they still had all the same issues with with being corrupted by you know, breathing on them. Just don't put it anywhere near dust or cold. <laughs> or your computer. What do you mean you put the floppy disk in the drive? Don't you know that could corrupt it? Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, yes. <laughs> Marathon. Failing. Okay. Uh, Failing a marathon. Yeah, what's fun about that, though? <laughs> maybe, maybe you have to... You're in a marathon, but you, the only way you're allowed to win is by making sure everybody else fails. So it's not just getting f- because because you know that there's <laughs> no you know there's no way you could actually you're win. Stabbing everyone. <laughs> yeah, that, well, you could do it in a variety of ways. But if you do that, the cops are going to come, and you're never going to get across the finish line. So it's kind of a cross between um, a racing game and Hitman because you have to just take out all the other marathon runners in in uh, non suspicious ways. <laughs> Set traps. <laughs> uh, spike water. Yeah, spike water. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you run ahead. Then, then you know, run ahead, hide your little uh, number that's on your front, and hand out the spiked water to people running past. They just all you, start just falling a big, dead. A big black moustache. <laughs> Twirling it as you hand this water over. They, 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 they don't really realise that you're a woman. Um, well... <laughs> You can, yeah. There's a lot of it's, you, this is this game's ripe for character creation. So you know, there's it doesn't have to be a, a, a key protagonist in this. It's just you create your character, 
this is the character who's going to win this marathon, but the fitness slider doesn't go above 0.2. <laughs> so the only way you can win is by taking out all the other competitors. I'm picturing, I'm picturing like, could even be like a mod for GTA 5. I don't know. I'm just picturing the, like the physics engine for, for animation and stuff. Cause I just love that idea of, yeah, you like spike their water and then just watching them stumble and fall over in that very GTA specific. What is it? The uh, endorphin engine or something? Is that what it is? I don't know. Uh, Euphoria, Euphoria engine. Close, close. Um, yeah, stumbling and falling and dying. Everything's just very physically realistic as you knock out all these other competitors. And then you still have to walk to the finish line and because you're not very fit, it's going to take you a really long time. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just thinking that, you know, with things like the Boston Marathon bombing and all that sort of stuff, this may not be too good an idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. But where haven't people been killed, really? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe taking out innocent civilians as, as part of your game. Okay, so so you lose the game if you kill anyone. Okay, so it's, it's purely non-lethal methods of making sure other people can't finish the race. So, you know, you can, you can bribe someone to send out, like, marbles and stuff. Out onto the, you know, throw, throw, throw a handful of marbles down <laughs> right. and, and people go, whoa, 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 and falling, falling down and hurting themselves, but non-lethally. Non-lethally hurting themselves. So are tasers okay? <laughs> yeah, tasers are fine. <laughs> Set up a little. Except, except if you happen to get the one guy with a heart condition. Right. So then, you have to like study you know, everybody as well and look at their dossiers to make sure that the non-lethal method that you want to take them out of this race is not going to kill them. Okay. So. Have you ever read, it's a Stephen, well, it's a Richard Bachman book yep. called The Longest Run? E- yes, but I don't really remember the content. So, the idea was that um, every every year the longest run was held and and the youngest boys of certain families would be chosen. I don't know, I think it was out of a drawer or something like okay. that. And if if you stopped running, you were, you were eliminated, literally. Um and only only the last person to finish the marathon would actually win. So, is it a good idea to maybe now do this as a as an extra <laughs> extra tie into that book? All right, so we're just doing purely in, in the fact that you've, you've got a yeah. yeah you've got you've got a very limited um, number of people that you that you're going up okay. against. Yeah, that makes sense. And and therefore, you know, you're not you're not dealing with you know a couple of couple of hundred thousand people in in New York City doing the <laughs> doing the marathon. <laughs> Instead, you've got like seven other kids doing the marathon, and you're you're the biggest and fattest one out of all of them. Right, and so therefore you. So what's the win condition? Is it you have to be the last person running? Okay, and then if you're the last person running, do you get to stop running? Yes, you you right. You've sort of you've passed the test. Yes. Okay, but the idea is, if you just go to keep on running, you're eventually going to run out of stamina. And yeah, for sure, you're going to stop running. And I think you get X number of X number of chances to to slow down before you're eliminated. Right. You got to keep up a certain a certain speed before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, so we bring in some of the same techniques. Yeah. So marbles, you can you can knock people down. Yeah. And so it, okay. Um, so it's not even that you you're still not killing them yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're you're, getting you're, around you're that. It's a third party doing the executions. Exactly. <laughs> so so we're okay. We're safe. Uh, <laughs> We're not the ones doing it. We can't help you, it that <laughs> if we make you stop running, they're going to kill you brutally. Yeah. yeah, you know, maybe you can be you can be running, and 
if you remember those FIFA games, how how occasionally you could like try and do one of those foot tackles to try and get the ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do one of those foot tackles that happens to trip just them trip over. them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm picturing someone like you. You're not you very too. fit. Your stamina is not great, but you're actually really good. Like at a sprint. Um, which means you can really easily get ahead of everybody, um, and then, and then slow down to a jog and deploy whatever traps and <laughs> different techniques that you have <laughs> for, uh, for taking them out of the game. It's a dangerous game. Okay. I think we should click again. <laughs> we should click again. <laughs> Jeez. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> Squint. <laughs> Degenerate or degenerate. <laughs> okay. So, so it's, it's the sequel to the Bone Squintern game. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking that it's some sort of game revolving around failing eyesight. Dege- degenerating <laughs> degenerating eyesight, meaning that you have to squint. How could we be- bring squint mechanics, like literal squinting your eyes, into into a game, into gameplay? Okay, so it's a, it's a VR yeah. game that actually has, like, the eye tracking that they've just been talking about recently. Okay, yeah. Um, so they can tell whether you squint tell when your you're eyes. Or not. Yep, and you get slightly um, more focus. Things come slightly more into more- focus if you squint, and uh, slightly less bright. And that's the, kind of the reason why you got to squint because, right? You know, okay, if you open your eyes right up, it just it blinds just blind you. you. <laughs> <laughs> there's literal, there's literal lights okay. within okay. there so that are just. It's <laughs> actual, um, like, like they just install these super bright LEDs yeah, into the like headset. Super bright LEDs right into the headset, like they're as bright as halogen lights. Right. You know, so, it's, there's a line. Like, you have to you, sign so. a waiver before you play this game, because it can literally <laughs> blind you. Like, do permanent <laughs> eye damage. Well, okay, but the, but there has to be any certain points when you need to squint. Maybe it's that you're, maybe you're like a vampire in the game. Um... Wait, will that work? I don't know. Maybe you're a vampire. Maybe you. Maybe you're an eye vampire, where if your eyes see too much sunlight, <laughs> they turn into dust. <laughs> I was just trying to think of something where thinking. where you'd have to go out into the light, and yeah, like have this squint mechanic uh, play out so that you can so that you're not blinded. But then I don't know. H- how does it become gameplay? Well, first of all, I was thinking you got easy, medium, and hard. All right. Easy, there are, there are no lights, it's just the screen brightness. Okay. Medium, it's the LEDs that are just really, really yeah, bright. Okay. And then hard mode is literally a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> literally just starts <laughs> searing into your retinas. And, and extreme mode, you, you know, you know those, those laser pointers that they've considered like that, that can, that could like pop balloons. Oh yeah, it just ups the strength of it. <laughs> it's got one of those. It just bores through the back of your skull. <laughs> Well, I just I like exactly. that this is a game, a VR game that has burning, like the old uh, CRT screens and stuff, <laughs> or plasma TVs. Like, don't leave this game on too long, or you will see just the background of the game in your vision for all eternity, for the rest of your life. Um, <laughs> I haven't thought about burning for so long, um, and the fact that it's permanently on your retina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You could go get laser eye surgery. They could maybe take it off. Maybe it's a laser eye surgery game of some sort. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still, yeah, I'm still trying to think, like, what, what are you actually doing in this game that you need to squint so much? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got to that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, just, you just enjoy 
Coming up with the, the dangerous peripherals. Exactly. Maybe it's a I, game. I that part. You've got maybe it's a game where. <laughs> maybe it's a game where you're a character who wears prescription sunglasses, mm-hmm. and they're old, so they're really quite loose. <laughs> so if you move your head too quickly, they fly off. Meaning that the sun's really the sun's really bright, and also you can't see very well. <laughs> so, so it can track your eyes, and it it'll it'll reduce the brightness if you. It'll squint. reduce the bright- brightness if you. Squint. It'll also put things slightly more into focus. So, like the squinting mechanic comes in play both indoors and outdoors. Yeah, and and the, basically the whole game is you crawling around on the floor trying to find your glasses uh, in different envi- in different environments, <laughs> uh, like inside a inside a dark bedroom. Uh, you know, you don't have to worry too. That's the easy level. Um, uh, inside an, op- an optometrist's in office. In an optometrist's office, yeah. Uh, as a bonus, um, you are, in- you actually are the optometrist, so you get to see someone else's eyeballs. Then you've got the really, really hard level where there was an earthquake in like an OPSM. <laughs> so you've got to find your, your glasses. glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I like I like this idea of you put on the wrong pair of glasses and it just fucks up your vision in a variety of different ways depending on the prescription. Uh, and it, and the prescription that you need is procedurally generated for each eye. <laughs> and then I just love yeah. the idea that 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 like you you. You see your character literally walk in there. They're going, oh, I want a new pair of glasses. So you try the new <laughs> new frames on. Yours is just sitting down there and you feel the earthquake and like all these all these glasses just, you know, shake and shake and shake and shake, <laughs> fall onto the ground. And <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. And then the, ex- <laughs> and then the, hard- and then the extreme level is that same exact scenario, but it's just a really sunny day. <laughs> and the windows have just been cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's click yeah. again. Three, two, one, click. Baggy. Buying. So, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not baggy as in IE, it's oh. baggy as in Y, so. Oh. Well, that's that's less fun. Baggy jeans. <laughs> Things that are baggy. Uh, bags. Bags are pretty baggy. Uh, I don't like that one. Let's click. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, click. Visible. Flu. Okay. 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 So it's a it's a simulator of getting to work in flu season. Yep. Um, you've got your wedding coming up in X number of days. All right. And you've got to come up with like interesting ways. Like you're trying to get to work each day, and like the first day, catch the yeah. train. Well, you've got heaps of people everywhere, so you've got sanitizer that you can use. So is you've this got, about like, like avoiding people with visible flu symptoms? Is that where visible comes in? Yeah. yeah okay. So. You got the visible flu symptoms, people, and literally all the levels of the game, kind of Five Nights at Freddy's sort of level of stuff, where something happens on each of the five or seven days, or however many it is. <laughs> right, okay, so it's like counting down. Yeah, okay. Counting down each like day with a variety of scenarios each time. Um, so the first day, you've got, you can go on the train. Yep. And then the next day, there's a train strike, so you've now you're on a bus. Okay, close, um, possibly closer proximity to people. Closer proximity to people, then like. So is there like bullet time when someone coughs and you you it just like it highlights the germs coming out of their head and you have to like quickly hit the trigger buttons to cover your mouth, cover your nose. Yeah, to, 
to, turn away to take one of those uh, to put one of those um like the masks those, uh, face yep. masks things yep. on um but the reason why you can't have one of those face masks on the entire time is you happen to wear glasses and if you if you wear that if, if you've ever breathed into those things it fogs your glasses straight up. out yeah <laughs> yeah, it comes straight out, straight out and fogs your glasses up. So, so it's just a defense mechanism. You have to get it on really quickly if you think you're going to come too close to someone with flu symptoms. Uh, but yep. if, but your visibility just slowly starts to degrade again. Visibility games. Yeah. Um, your vision, I mean, yeah, until you take it off. Okay. Can you squint to get through? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. It's not VR though. No, it's not VR. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. All right. All Any right. other ideas? Well, then what, what's, yeah. Okay. Then it's also like things happening in the office. Like it's someone's birthday and someone who has the flu is handing out cake. So, but you, so you have to like. No, they're, they're the birthday person. They blew out the candles. Oh shit. Yeah. Perfect. They blew out the candles and then fucking sneezed on the cake. <laughs> but. But it, it's sing- it, it's been said to be impolite if you um yeah well that's it you don't want to alienate if you don't have some cake you don't want to alienate your so, coworkers so you've got to choose like <laughs> choosing you, you saw, the least you saw that one you saw that one bit of cake that um that, that did not got get no got no sneeze mucus. particles on yeah. it and so therefore it's like you know those those like um three card Monty sort of things. <laughs> <laughs> Where you know you got you got to find <laughs> find find well, the no um, no no, no. what it is what it is is they cut the cake <laughs> they cut the cake up you can you've spotted the piece you've spotted the least contaminated piece it's like that piece will be safe but it's that it's that thing where they're handing out the cake and you have to pass it on until everyone bef- in front of you has like or down the line has got one <laughs> so you have to position yourself in the right position you have to quickly do the calculation it's like oh shit how do they cut this up all right uh, you know um, eight pieces uh, eight eight pieces per line it's about this big uh, i need piece you know uh 15 all right i need to make sure there are 14 people ahead of me that i'm going to hand cake to uh so that i get piece number 15 but of course you know there's going to be that bastard who gets in right at the very end and then everyone all of a sudden moves it down one more so it's like oh yeah. crap you know you got to readjust you have to readjust push people out of position. the way without offending them and then of course milton doesn't get any yeah and he's still crying about it yeah um, okay, yeah, I like, I like cool. that scenario. All right, all right. Um, Anything else? What other ways? Um, you you go. There's like a family dinner, and your aunt. Uh, no, your sister's kids. Oh god! Uh, oh Jesus! Like, yeah. Okay, kids. That's a good one. Like it's literally day four or five. You know, the, you've got um, dinner at mum and dad's, yeah. and your sister's kids uh all sick because they're because they're fucking kids they're always sick yeah yeah so So you just have to spend the whole evening avoiding them dodging them yeah um i think maybe what you can do and this this is you know the secret wink wink cheat code you can just call in sick okay okay you've got one sick day left yeah, but I'm talking even even for your mum. You know, you can just say, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I can't see. come tonight because I'm not feeling too yeah. great. And I want to be exactly, right for the wedding. Yeah. And it's like, what happens, though, is your mum gets really, really disappointed and tries guilt-tripping you into coming. Right. And well, and maybe it's maybe it's like as you're going through the game and each day, it tells you at the end how many people you've offended to the point that they're not going to come to your wedding anymore. And the- the, the oh, sc- and it's a guest count. Well, the score at the end is like how many gifts you got. 
<laughs> at the wedding. Uh, oh, and sweet. then the final scene is you opening a gift and it's like that episode of The Simpsons um, where, where, like, the person who packed it in the other country coughed into it right before it uh, was packed and you just <laughs> come down with a lethal virus and die. Version of SARS. Yeah. <laughs> or it's the start of that movie, Contagion. <laughs> it just turns into a whole other game. <laughs> I'm like, hang on, we need to get that tie in here. <laughs> Okay, I think that'll that do us for today. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I think that's all we have time for. Uh, so, this was our tie-in episode, apparently. Oh, I think all of our games had some sort of IP that we can't afford. So, sorry guys, these games aren't going to get made, unlike every other game we've ever talked about, which will definitely be made someday. Just not by us, because we can't afford it. I don't have the time to make games, fuck. So. Yeah, we've got kids. Can someone else buy- Can someone else buy- Yeah, make this game. Come on. Come on, we say this all the time. We play it. it. Make one of our games. Come on, we want to play it. Uh, So, yeah, well, I think we'll end it there. Thank you for joining us on BitStorm today. Uh, You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're BitStormCast on all those. Come talk to us. We're we're pretty friendly. (laughs) Uh, And if there are any, you know, if, if you've been playing along today and the prompts that we had gave you any ideas for games... Uh, that you know that we didn't come across, that we didn't think of, we didn't talk about. Let us know. We'd love to hear your take on some of the prompts from today. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes. Uh, we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating or a review there. We'd love to hear feedback from people. Uh, we did get one extra review this week. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very for that. much. It was awesome and made us feel really. It made happy. us feel really good. Uh, yeah, it was that that Poobah guy. Thank you for your review this week. That was that was really nice to. To see your review and, and, and that you're enjoying the show. So, thanks very much for that. Uh, you can also find uh, all of our episodes on our website, bitstormcast.com. Okay. We'd like to thank Kuridas for our theme song, Mount Defiance, from the album Containment Failure. And we'd also like to thank all the awesome people out there from the AGPN, the Australasian Gaming Podcast Network. Guys like Reset Podcasts and The Hungry Gamers, and The Inconsolables, and You Game Bro, and Dialogue Options, and all the rest of the <laughs> awesome ones that we didn't get rent to say. But thank you, guys. Yeah, it's just it's a great, it's a every, great community. We're really making some good friends there. And you, you've been playing some games with some of them. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. Hoping to see it grow and, and excited to be part of that as it grows in the future. Yes. Yes, looking forward to the 16th. Of next month. <sighs> What's that? Uh, player Unknown Battlegrounds. Excellent. Hence why I bought it this week. <laughs> so, Trevor, a game where you have to send people up to an asteroid and uh, figure out how to blow it up with a nuke. What do you think? I'm getting out of here, <laughs> but yeah, I'll play that. 